Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. For the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello world, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at on the globe. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way here at Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, so we want you to tune in by dialing the number 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press the one button. What we do over here at Eaton Media Services, which is located at 1533 North Norfolk, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we uh, do a lot of community stuff over here. We just kind of like go out and about and we service the community. We promote local uh, African-American businesses in the community. And uh, we just try to deal with the youth and things like that. Speaking of the youth, Juice Radio Show every Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, headed up by Ramal, the hometown heat. Now, people ask me, I'll and what's, what's this Juice Radio Show? Juice Radio Show. Young people coming together from various different high schools and some college students come together every Thursday night and they do radio their way. So that's what they do. Also, we have a nonprofit over here, uh, Not Forgotten Children is our nonprofit, you know, so you can donate and, you know, stop by or whatever you want to do uh, over here at the studio. And uh, we just have fun doing things and being involved in the community. So we want you to get involved in the community. We want you to, if you don't have, see, a lot of people will, a lot of people will not know what to do and they don't know where to do, where to go to do it. So you can come by here at Eaton Media Services and we're going to direct you in an area where you can be, you know, a part of something, you know, if, like I tell guys all the time, you know, if uh, Johnson's yard need to be cut and she's 88 years old and she's on a fixed income and live by herself, brothers, just stop by with a lime or cut the grass. It ain't no big deal. I'll take an hour or two out of your time to do that. Uh, if if um, Sylvia's son is eight years old, she's a single parent mom, she don't have a mentor for her son, fellas, Go by and uh, participate. Take the boy out somewhere and, you know, feed him some pizza, show him something. 
put a hammer in his hand or a paintbrush in his hand and, you know, help him do something. Guide him in the right directions on skill sets and education. So we can do a lot of stuff. Here at Eat Media Services, we have no kind of status thing over here. I don't I don't care if you're a doctor, you're a judge, you're some kind of counselor, or you're a homeless person on the street. You're all equal to me over here at Eating Media Services. It don't matter who you are. So as long as we can have a conversation and we can be going forward, doing forward stuff, that's what we want to do. We want to make it positive and all of that kind of stuff. Well, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to play a uh, not going well. Y'all know how we do it. First of all, before I do that, take this break. I want to let you guys know what's going on. Oh boy, I want y'all to hear it. Hear it. Some of y'all hearing it for the first time. We have the all new Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge. It's going to take place down on Greenwood. Got Troop in the house, my brother Dwight, Brooke and Ann. Hey, they're all in the studio, and we want want you guys to support them in this endeavor. This is I'm excited. I'm just ooh, really excited about what's going to take place uh, with this new black facility, which can you know can enhance us. We need a black liquid bar coffee shop, you know, to where we can go to and we can sit around and, and mingle and get the necessary information and uh, context that we need, you know, so we need that. It's a need, you know, so that's the way I look at it. You know, somebody else might look at it different, but I feel like it's a need. So we want you to support it. It's located right next to Lefties on Greenwood and Archer, right next door to the lefties right there and we want you to go down uh they're going to be getting a grand opening date together for you but but prior to that we got them in the studio we're going to be talking about the various needs and some of the drinks and stuff like that the ladies can explain some of that to us and you know about the drinks and we're just going to have some fun with that okay so black wall street liquid lounge again black Wall Street Liquid Lounge. So those of you riding around in your cars or in your homes here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you'll be able to stop through. And we're going to be doing some remotes live from down there and some things like that, you know, some partnership type deals and trying to make it pop off, you know, where it needs to be popped off. You know, so we're going to do that. Oh, okay. KBOB listeners, if you're listening on KBOB 89.9 FM radio here in Tulsa, boy, we got some great stuff on the way. We got the Valley Vale morning show that's going to take place. We've got uh, uh, the World One uh, development that's going to take place. These are all shows that's going to be on uh, KBOB. Uh, of course, later on today, we got the, the uh, Dale Mr. Groove Taylor is going to be in here playing some old school. Uh, we got D-Mac on Sundays doing the uh, jazz on a Sunday. So we got a lot of stuff going on uh, right over here, steadily building the brand and building shows and giving people a voice. I give a voice to the voiceless, you know, so that's what I like doing. So um, let's do that. If you need to contact us, you can reach us uh, again. Uh, let me give you some phone numbers right quick. Area code 832-443-9499. Again, that's 832-443-9499. So we want you to participate. 
participate and stop through and all that stuff. So we're going to do that. All right, break, and we're going to bring on uh, the Black Water Liquid Lounge crew here in just a second. So stick around the show where we tell our stories our way. I'm 
Oh, yeah, that's the sounds of Tulsa's own Gap Band here on the Body Eating Show, where we tell our stories our way. Oh, yeah. A great group of guys right out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And in the studio, Guy Troop, how we doing there, my brother? Doing great. All right. Let me see if I got what's happening with your microphone. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> you doing awesome? Okay, let's check it again. Mic check. Okay. <laughs> Mic check. That's Mic check is correct right there. So I got to get these levels together right here. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, man, welcome to the show. You've been here before, man. We go back, 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 you know, and... Um, uh, for those listeners who don't know who Guy Troop is, hey, Guy Troop, uh, I'm going to say he's an icon here in the city. <laughs> and from Tulsa, Oklahoma, born and raised, right? That's correct. So tell us, what school did you go to, man? Well, it's a little incorrect. I was born in California. Okay, raised, born in Arizona. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay, got you. But I, I, uh, I'm a magnet child. I went through John Burroughs, Carver Middle School, and Booger T. Washington mm. High School. Wow, man. Hornet. That's right. I'm a Hornet, too, so you know how they go. We, we got a Hornet Monopoly in here today. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. We got a Hornet Monopoly, huh? Yeah. Great, man. So uh, you went to Booger T, your native uh, hometown crew, and um, now you're a- actually in uh, Players Network, right? That's right. Tell everybody about it, and how did it get started, and what, you, what, what happened, man? Well, I'm uh, an entrepreneur. <clears throat> I was raised here to get a good education, go to college, get a good job. And I did that. I followed the teachings of my parents. But at some point, I figured out that I wanted to uh, chart my own course, become an entrepreneur. So uh, I left uh, what most would consider a great job and and took a risk to start my own business. I have several, but Troop 21 and the Player Networking Event are two brands that uh, I'm proud to have started. And uh you been, and I want to hand down to to uh, someone else at, at some you've point. You've been doing that for a while now, haven't you? Uh, we're celebrating Troop, our 20-year mm-hmm. anniversary for the Player Networking event, and Troop 21 is uh, 16 years old. Mm, so tell us about Troop 21. What is that all about, well, you know, for those who don't know? The fancy term is we're a human capital management company, but I like to just say we're just a, a social work agency inside of sports where we help athletes and coaches uh, help people uh, participate in athletics, mm-hmm. stay in the game, and transition out. And transition out. What have been some of your biggest challenges uh, dealing with these professional athletes? You know, is it that they, all of them don't invest their money well, and then when it's when it's time for retirement, they have no money? That's just me talking. Well, that's, that's what most people sensationalize about athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer to uh, simplify it and say, most people who transition will face challenges mm-hmm. and their challenges are just amplified because they they're celebrities. Uh, but if you were 22 and you worked at oil and gas at Williams and you got a hundred thousand dollar check, you probably would blow it too. Yeah, I understand. Trust me. <laughs> we'll blow it too. So it's been going pretty good. You guys go to Super Bowl every year. Yep. Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? I guess you guys sometimes tired of going to Super Bowl, huh? Well, the, <laughs> you know, when you're in something, you tend to take it for granted. I, you know, I've had access to games and, and the, that life for a long time. Uh, but ultimately what we're there for is to teach people to value a networking. So the vision of the player networking event, AKA PNE is to help active and former NFL players connect with someone for post 
football opportunities and success. So we we have a collection of businesses and athletes and and really activations that we believe are outstanding. And I can talk a little bit about what, what our agenda is this year. But, but generally, I want to just say is, hey, we've got some brilliant minds that play uh, football. They just haven't been told that they are brilliant and their brilliance hadn't been nurtured. So what, what we're trying to do is, is take the mask off, build from the transferable skills that athletes have that the game teaches and show athletes how to work together for, for good, for the community and, and ultimately economic prowess. Mm-hmm. Ah, sounds great. Great, great, great. You have another gentleman in the studio right here with you. One of your longtime buddies that you grew up with and you guys are in partnership and business and things like that. And uh, he just happens to be my brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Dwight Eaton. Yeah, well, it's it's funny. Uh, I grew up <clears throat> watching Dwight play. He's actually my middle brother's classmate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we called him Pike, right? You're right. If you uh, say Pike, you know yeah. him. So he, he uh, you know, big-time athlete. You know, everyone mm-hmm. in the city knows him for leaving Booger T and then making him look stupid <laughs> uh, his senior year. Yeah, he went to uh, Rogers and came back and played against Booger T. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we, we, we went to the same college and uh, my freshman year, he didn't really talk to me, but we became great friends over time. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a joke. We, you know, <laughs> he always looked out for me, but we right. we uh, we found a way to connect in business almost 15, 20 years ago. Uh, when the Super Bowl was in Houston in 04, he came by the player networking event, uh-huh. and uh, he was curious, uh-huh. and he had some vision that helped us grow the brand, and, and since that time... Uh, he's been working in operations and sales and, and really helping me to stay on track with the agenda and the vision. So I'm I'm happy to have him as a partner mm-hmm. and a friend. And, uh, and he influenced me and my wife to uh, get back to Tulsa and, 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 and give back, uh, AKA the, the Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge. Oh man, that's great. Great. Hey, Dwight. Your hand out my pocket. <laughs> How you doing, man? What's going on, man? You guys been working for a while. I've been knowing that, and uh, you guys are doing some great things, you know. And what made both of you guys decide to come back to Tulsa and actually open up a business, not yeah. even living here? Well, well and speaking of that, you know, we had a relationship with the Pan like I said, over the last 17 years or so. And what we do in that space, man, we, we it's entrepreneurial in, at its base. And we help a lot of guys, athletes, people, and friends, and so forth, do business and do business at, at at high levels. So over those years and so forth, and through our different transitions and so forth, guy, I uh, did a little stand down in Oklahoma State with the athletic department, and uh, you know he decided that he was going to move on from that. And uh, and he's based out of Dallas, Texas, and still still has uh, residency yeah. residency there, and his business is based out of Dallas and so forth. But uh, we were coming through uh, a toss on a couple of different occasions, man. And then through my pathology, uh, I have a history in the restaurant business. And then I did a little stand with Starbucks and so forth. And we understand the success of Starbucks and what we do through the P and E and the communication and so forth. And I guess the root of it all is uh black wall street. The same thing that guys em- uh, emanate in the P and E is what they did 100 years ago, mm-hmm. 120 years ago when they built that metropolis 
back in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Mm-hmm. The same exact communicating, working with each other, and uh, taking that, that intellectual property and making it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, to add on what Dwight said, so we, I visited, I visited his establishments over the years. So whether it was a, a cell phone business, uh, when he worked for KFC brand, mm-hmm. uh, PepsiCo brands, uh, Starbucks, mm-hmm. and I watched him operate and do retail and 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 become very successful. And so, in watching that, I said, "Hey, Dwight, teach me something about." the coffee business. Mm-hmm. And and so most of the times when I was coming home, he was he was coaching me up to find the space to you know look for equipment to figure out how to build it out. And so from you know 8 hour drive away, a 4 hour drive away from Dallas, 8 hours from Houston, we built the coffee shop slowly. It's a slow grind, it's been a slow burn. We took possession of the building a little uh, uh, almost over a year ago. But we just been slowly grinding, building something, and and the goal is to have something that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a team we built with uh, two young ladies that we trust and admire, and we're excited about working with. And Dwight and I are gonna uh, coach them up and make them great entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, great, great. And who are these ladies that you have here in the studio right now? We we have uh, Booker T. Washington's finest. <laughs> okay, a class of fourteen. So we have Brooke Chase. Hey, Brooke. Hi. And Ann Doe. How you doing? How you doing, Ann? Great. You guys, welcome to the show. <laughs> and uh, we're going to... So, <clears throat> Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge. Any projection opening date? Yeah, we'll be open the first of the year. Uh, first of the year? As long as oh, his knees out again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. My brother had some issues. Hey, he had some challenges with those knees a while back, you know what I mean? But it uh, looked like he's pretty healthy right now with them. Yeah, so we, we're excited about it. We got some new products that we we created in the lab. We got traditional things that people try. Okay, well, tell us about yeah. some of your products that you got going, you know. Yeah, of course, okay. coffee is, the, you know, black coffee, straight, you know. Straight mm-hmm. to the head is is is, is golden. Oh. We, we're sourcing our okay. coffee from uh, all around the world, mm-hmm. but we're trying to do B two B with African countries and African American owned businesses at, at the core. And uh, yeah, of course, all of the sugary stuff for the kids, frappuccinos. You got some diabetic stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, but but ultimately, <laughs> it's, it's it's all of the things you would see in a coffee shop with a spit with with a twist. Okay. African American twist, and we really want to tell the history of Black Wall Street through the experiences that people uh, have when they walk in our coffee shop. So, we, people like yourself, people like your dad, Bobby Eaton Senior, th- that spirit will be will show up in our shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, I'm a I'm a descendant of Black Wall Street. My great um, aunt Lucille Troop had Troops Beauty College down on Black Wall Street uh, when it was rebuilt from about the late 40s through the through the 80s. She trained the majority of, of the beauticians in Tulsa uh, from Madam C.'s platform. And so we're, we're just excited to be back here and and uh, create an experience and a vibe for, for for Tulsa. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, even though you haven't opened officially, like I've been down there, you guys got a very nice spot in there, man. It's not chinky. It by no means necessary. You got high quality uh, equipment, 
and furnishings and things down off in there. And I'm proud to say that, uh, man, it's, it's a place for us to go to congregate, to have some coffee or some liquids, uh, snacks or something. And we, cause we just don't have that here. You know, this is going to be like, uh, 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 one of the first in a, in a long time that we have a place to congregate yeah. down on Greenwood. Yeah. But I, I think it's really more of a, Old meets young, mm-hmm. black meets white, right? Uh, Asian meets Native American. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're trying to create an energy and a vibe where, where our base can, our story can be told, and our in- energy can resonate. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hog the conversation. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some well, other hey, voices in here. That, that, and um, how do you feel about it? Get so closer to that microphone right there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you good? How you feel? How you feel about it? I feel great. Well, what are you learning by being down there? Um, I am learning a lot of history from my hometown that not a lot of people know. And that's just, it's crazy to me that this history has been hidden for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm also learning how to make coffee. Okay. (laughs) What about you, Brooke? I feel the same way. It's just fun to learn more about the town that I grew up in and just seeing the vision they had and trying to recreate that right now mm-hmm. is special to you. So, Dwight, you've been training them how to do mixed breeds of liquid. I'm going to say liquids. Right. Coffees and different things and stuff like that. And you got you, you guys got a few uh, dishes that I would say, coffees that are named after signature uh, drinks. Signature right. drinks. I'll yeah. say, okay, signature drink, drinks. Yeah, so, so basically... Black Wall Street, we're telling the history. So you come in uh, to the Black Wall Street Liquor Lounge, you're going to get an experience. So basically, we we have several drinks that are named after influential people during that time. And uh, first person really comes to the head, if, if, you, if you do your history, is uh, O.W. Gurley. So we've developed a uh, Frappuccino drink that's commemorative. It has just about all the elements of Black Wall Street, and it's black. And it's called their O.W. Gurley Black Gold. Mm-hmm. We'll have different drinks that's named after people that were influential. And then secondly, not necessarily from the Black Wall Street era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy and I was fortunate to play with the first black head coach in major college history. Mm-hmm. So we got a drink. We call it the Sweet Willie J. Okay. Yeah. Sweet Willie J. Yeah. Sweet Willie yeah. J. Yeah. Willie Jeffers is his name, if you guys yeah. are not aware. He was uh-huh. the first black head college uh, coach in, in the United States yeah. in 1979. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and really, we're at the research and development phase. So that R&D uh, we we want to name some drinks after some local people. We want to find a millennial that's seven years old, but they're they're the, they're the most special. Right, person right, you know, right. You know, and, and create. You know what a, a good drink would be? What's that? A Bobby Eaton Senior. A Bobby Eaton Senior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, Bobby, a Bobby Eaton a Senior drink would be pretty good a right a there. Toenail juice. Toenail juice. Get a whiskey. Put out some whiskey off in there. Okay, that's great. Great. Do you think you? eventually have alcohol or not? Uh, well, uh, you know, we're going to allow the community to tell us uh, what what is popular, what we should do, but but uh, the, I grew up in a family of alcoholism, so I have a strong uh, say about it, and uh, unless our team influences me the other way, I probably would only do uh, beer and wine. Beer and wine, yeah. some light like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good like that, okay. Yeah. 
Well, hey, we're going to take a short break. Pause for the calls. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Come on. We'll be right back. <laughs> Pay back. That's it.
Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? 
You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. platform to promote today's leaders while inspiring tomorrow's. And we first serve our local community while helping you serve the world. We are Eaton Media Services, a full-service media company providing promotion, videography, recording services, and more. Connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform at EatonMediaServices.com. It's the Juice Radio Show, bringing the liveest people on our show. Coastal's top chefs, music artists, and entrepreneurs. Sit down exclusively with the Juice. rocking with the best. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. We tell stories our way. And that's right. We tell stories our way here on the Bobby Eaton Show. Eaton Media Services, located at 1533 North Norfolk, the home of Joe Eaton. And uh, we do it right over here, trying to keep things going in the community. Guy Troop is in the house, along with staff and crew. And, uh, hey, man, we've been talking about this Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge down there. And uh, uh, what's the address? 10 North Greenwood. Unit S101, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74120. The website is com. Okay. So, and if someone wanted to call you and get in touch on the phone, they have to call Dwight. They got to call Dwight. What's Dwight? What's that phone number, man? 469. Okay. 556 Okay. We have a phone number. I just didn't throw it out there yet. Uh, yeah, disposal. Yeah. Let's talk to the ladies. What's your favorite drink so far? Uh, mine so far has been um, a vanilla hazelnut frappuccino with two shots of espresso. It's not too sweet. I don't really like sweet stuff that mm-hmm. much. So mm-hmm. for everyone who doesn't like sweet stuff like me, I think that's a good drink to so start that, with. It's kind of cold. Yeah. yeah. So that's Brooke. Ann, what about you? Um, I had a drink this morning. It was a uh, brown butter coffee macchiato macchiato yeah okay okay that was good right, right there right. so dwight you've been training them up right yes training them up is uh, the transition pretty simple and easy are they picking uh, up on it real good yes or no no i'm just kidding <laughs> no it, it's a laborious task i mean if you, anyone is a kind of word like it may be a, a bartender in a bar it's, it's kind of delicate people's taste profile are distinct and different and they like the drinks the way they like it so mm-hmm. Uh, just getting these guys to get into the repetition so that they're not it's, thinking It's not about easy, it. huh? No, no, not easy at all. Yeah. So so basically, if, you know, you come in and you say you want a uh, vanilla latte with half-calf and 
three and a half pumps of vanilla, mm-hmm. uh, 165. That's a lot to think about. So uh, you have to get the core competencies and reasonable expectancies consistent to to the point where you know how to build and you're not thinking about making the drink. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little, you know, little tricks to the trade on, mm-hmm. on how to make a drink, you know, how mm-hmm. to make it pop. Yeah. yeah, but part of that, Bobby, is, um, you know, I, I have a philosophy, less is more, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people know what they like when they when it hits their taste buds. Uh, you know, this term, barista, or sommelier, we try to make everything so complicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, simply put, man, it's beans and water. Beans and, and water. And, huh? and people have taste buds, and, and when you walk in our shop, we're going to try to find your taste mm-hmm. taste buds and and then and then customize drinks that uh, fit fit the consumer. Okay, now I, I kind of notice in our community. Now you guys correct me when it comes to coffee, Dwight. We like sweet stuff, huh? That would be correct. Is that correct? <laughs> that, be we, correct. We, we like sweet, sweet barbecue sauce, sweet, right? Sweet barbecue sauce, right? <laughs> okay. Sweet stuff. So that sweet in is in coffees, huh? So what are some of the sweet coffees? Well, I mean. We can replicate any coffee shop. So, so basically, if you go to Starbucks, which is the eminent brand out there, everybody's aware with me, and then vanilla lattes, caramel macchiatos, and things of that such. So, we can replicate that. We, if, if you call those off by name, we mm-hmm. can make that for. But yeah. we have unique profiles of sweetness that we can give to you that we have our proprietary name. Mm-hmm. So, and- it's like this. Uh, what was that? The butter. This is a brown butter toffee. See, brown butter toffee nut. I mean, mm-hmm. that's something new. Mm-hmm. We got to have a real flavor, something new to the game. So, uh, we can meet your potato profile. It may, may take a little coaching back and forth, mm-hmm. but we can get something made for you. Mm-hmm. But, and part of it, though, is uh, that challenge of uh, sugar and uh, and our dependence on sugar. We're trying to reduce some of that mm-hmm. and trying to help people think about uh, what they put in their bodies in a more healthy way. So our our Sweeteners are going to be more organic, more healthy uh, alternatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we're, we're going to try to create a menu that uh, mm-hmm. reduces uh, some of the disease states that are in our community. So diabetes being one of them, uh, we don't want to contribute to right. that. Uh, but but we're we're not going to be uh, uh, unaware of the customer's desire. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes in business, you have to you meet the customer with what they like. Yeah, I I was intrigued. That you know, and I said liquid lounge. It doesn't put it in one box. Mm-hmm. It puts it in liquids. You know, right. health. You can sell health liquids and different stuff besides just coffee. That's right. 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 So Dwight, Dwight has a blend. My wife has a blend. Event. See there. And but but really, if you think about the makeup of the body, you know, our bodies are dominated by liquid. We're mm-hmm. we're over eighty percent liquid right and so what we're trying to say to the consumers is hydrate put the right things in your body and in our lounge uh we're going to try to feed you with uh uh the options that are healthy for you dwight tell them a little bit about pine tomb ginger <laughs> okay <laughs> okay brings back bad memories <laughs> no uh earlier in the year uh I had a little mishap out on a basketball court yeah you, you know. did yeah you know a little ego got in, got in my mind my son Challenge, uh, challenge me to touch a basketball <laughs> Well, I thought I could. <laughs> but my legs told me something different. But uh, unfortunately, man, I, I, I tore my patella tendon and uh, quad tendon and had to have uh, surgery. So mm-hmm. uh, during that po- process, I knew I was going to have immense 
you know, sweater inflammation in my body. So I knew and I was going to be mobile because I had to have surgery on both knees at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I know what, at that point, I knew fatness was coming around the corner if I, I didn't do something different. So uh, I did a little research and started to uh, figure out how to attack inflammation. So uh, there's uh, I, I was very aware about pineapples, and there's a uh, enzyme within pineapples called bromelain that helps in fight inflammation. And uh, uh, there was another situation I, I lost my mother about a year and a half ago, and she was going through, through uh, cancer, and uh, the, the root and herb turmeric uh, was also a cancer fighter and inflammation. So I was aware of that, and then uh, I also did some some additional research and found out that uh, uh, another plant ginger and then some other items that were directed to fight the inflammation. So I, I put together a little uh, a recipe, you know, right after I got out of the hospital for uh, for the surgeries and I started consuming it, uh, you know, twice a day. So uh, when I went in, I, I weighed about uh, 257 pounds, you know, twisted still though. Don't get it twisted, but <laughs> but at any rate, uh, over the the next uh, ninety days or so, man, I had lost about twenty five pounds. I just wanted to maintain. I didn't want to gain weight since I was immobile, but I I lost about twenty five pounds and start uh, that drink started to make me more leaner. So here's our commercial. You know, drink pine tune ginger. You become. Uh, Two hundred and twenty pounds of twisty steel <laughs> and sex appeal. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you know, in, in doing that uh, through that path, I, I learned something uh, about these particular nutrients mm-hmm. and how they affect my body. Mm-hmm. And then it also was kind of tested for people who have inflammation, arthritis, and so forth. And it, it reduces the inflammation. You created this drink, huh? That I did. I mean, you got to get a patent on it and go well, put we're, it. We're working on this, okay. getting analyzed now mm-hmm. as far as the nutritional content. So we're, we're, we're going to go to market with it. So yeah. we got another uh, package product that we can also put in drinks. Uh, my wife is uh, created a proprietary blend. It's called Beverage Balance, but it has seven organic spices. Turmeric is one, ginger, and mushrooms, and several other things that, uh, really the same uh, way, but it's a different taste profile. So, so that spice blend is more, uh, I would say, for for tea and coffees, and the pine tune ginger is more for someone with a a, a taste bud for like hot lemon juice or or, or something gingery. Boy, black people, we are creative. I think we're the most creative people on the planet well, when and, it really comes and, down to it. And might debate you. She said she right might oh, oh, okay, and I mean, you know, yeah, we got other creative people too. So that's uh, that's that's great. That's great. So we're looking to after the first of the year, right? Yeah. First of the year, boom, open up. And uh, what's going to be the time frame? Right now, we're looking start- at uh, seven to three, uh, but we'll do some reverse happy hours on the weekend. Maybe get the dessert crowd after dinner. Yeah. Uh, gonna- any any nighttime stuff? Uh, well, that's the reverse crowd. Okay, and, a reverse you know, crowd. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we got a unique uh, uh, aspect to our business. We have a back room that will be dedicated toward private events. So let me give example: uh, baby showers, uh, 
What's that wedding to shower type deal? Uh, uh, I'm going to bring my crew down here. Tea there. parties. Tea parties. Pamper um, parties. Yeah, pamper. Spoken word. So it'll hold up to about, you know, 20 or 30 people. In yeah, in the back event. room back so, there. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll do some community events. Mm-hmm. Just not relegated to, to the uh, our personal side. We'll do some community events that we can bring people back in the back end. It's equipped to, uh, you know, provide that intimacy. Yeah. Uh, that people need to. Mm-hmm. I heard events. you yesterday talking to um, <clears throat> my friend Dean Finley about veterans and stuff, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna talk mm-hmm. to the groups, uh, the uh, police officers. We yeah, like, Marcus you know, Harper and the police officers. Donuts, so yeah, <laughs> you said Marcus eat donuts. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> we can serve yeah. a coffee, but but really, and, and we've got the young ladies, Brooke and Ann. They're gonna help us target younger people. With, young, with get some, some young events, people in there. Uh, yeah. You know, creative kind of thinking, but we, we're cradle to grave. We want to we want to touch the community in unique ways, and and we want people to feel like the, the environment is theirs, that right. they can come and be comfortable and have conversations about the value of of connecting with people, and and that vibration is what we're going for. Uh, yes, and speaking of uh, Black Wall Street, which has a vibrant history, and uh, I feel as though uh, it's one of the best kept secrets in America today. But now everybody's start, starting to talk about it, you know, talking about it. And I was just recently, not too long ago, I was down in Atlanta. And being down in Atlanta, I realized that was the New Day Black Wall Street. You know, that's what it is, you know. And all those black businesses, mm-hmm. it, felt, it felt good to walk into a black bookstore and you just see all kinds of black books, right. you know. And uh, black businesses just taking place and uh, just... It was just everywhere, you know. That was a great feeling. And uh, how do you think we can go about helping to re- rebuild Black Wall Street, such as what you're doing right now? Right? Well, go ahead, do what? Come down to Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liquid Lounge. So basically, uh, as as a part of our give back, we'll hold some entrepreneurial workshops. As a matter of fact, I think. During the first of October, we did a kids conference, entrepreneur deal. down there. Yeah, okay. Down, in, we're not open, mm-hmm. but we did that. We 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 host uh, kids from ages from nine to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Did some uh, branding type of uh, exercises. We get the kids used to cre- being creative and talking about businesses and doing little, little one minute uh, shout outs to pitches and so forth. Mm-hmm. So from that core. Kind of back off into the community and invite, like you said, these young whippersnappers out there, these young cats that want to be businessmen. Mm-hmm. Hey, come in, we'll have a workshop and facilitate just the same thing how we do with the player networking event. Yeah, so and the other thing about that, uh, so if, if you've got 30 years of experience in any particular function industry, it's your, it's your responsibility to mm-hmm. share that experience with young folk. And so mm-hmm. that's the core. Uh, goal that I, that I have for this is is I'm 53 years old. I want a 23-year-old to know what I know and I want and I want to find ways to put the money in their pocket so that they can build and grow beyond what right. is, uh I've been able to accomplish. Yeah. So Give, that's giving back. Yeah. Uh, a lot of youth uh don't have a lot of the history that you know that we have, you know, cuz we got we just need to get it passed down, you know, yeah. so they can understand about history. Part of our training, mm-hmm. uh, each day, uh, the two young ladies have to come with a with an a unknown uh, Black Wall Street history fact and educate 
uh, our staff. So they each day before they come to work, they have to find something. That's good. Uh, and and so they're looking on their phones now because they might get called on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you okay. Want, you want black, uh, and uh, and unknown. Uh, unknown Black History. Yeah. So today I learned that um, O.W. Gurley, he loaned out money to the community, to people who wanted to do business in Greenwood, and I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. He did, huh? What about you, Brooke? What did you know? What have you learned about Black Wall Street? I learned that it took, well, it took the dollar to Trent to leave the community about a year after so it circulated about a year in Black Wall Street in the black community before it left the community and now around in the black community in general it takes about six hours for the dollar to leave mm-hmm, our community mm-hmm. well we got a lot of stuff going on over here in North Tulsa right here it's a war against almost like gentrification you know you got all these big corporate white businesses moving into our community and it's more of them multiplying more so than black businesses itself you know, and a lot of historical buildings that were once here have been torn down. Yeah. We just got land going on around here. We're one of the few still existing old old buildings, Joe Eaton, who put here years ago. And um, it's it's kind of a sad thing that we don't have businesses. And we got a few millionaires within our community that could get together, put a couple of dollars together, open up a grocery store, open up a cleaners, open up this, open up that, some much needed information and things right here in our community. But I think a lot of them are under the stigma of if you're here, you ain't going to get nothing going over in North Tulsa. They're going to break in and rob you. They're going to so and so. And I think all that's a myth because I think there are very few businesses that get broken into here in North Tulsa, for one. And the media is always portraying North Tulsa as some type of war zone, you know, because mm-hmm. all you see on uh, uh, mainstream TV is somebody shooting somebody, somebody killing some robbing somebody or something like that's going on. You know, that's why over here at Eaton Media Services, uh, home of Joe Eaton, we do what we want to do and say say what we want to say over here because we're not restricted by mainstream media. There are a lot of good people over here in North Tulsa. The majority of people in North Tulsa are good people. You just got a few little knuckleheads out here spreading some venom, you know, and um, which affects the community. But when that mainstream media get a hold to it, boom, that's what you got. Don't go north. Don't move north. Don't build nothing north. You know, and so this is almost like the tale of two cities, if you ask me. You know, my daddy showed me in a newspaper what was referred to as a colony. You know what I mean? So we need to get together, form some economic development amongst jobs, the economy in our communities, and start rebuilding these walls. Right. You know, it took it took a village, to, you know, to raise a child. Right. Well, what you just spoke to, it takes place in every major metropolitan area in the United States. It's the same. I, I live in Houston, Texas. Guy lives, uh, is based out of Dallas and also uh, resides in uh, Tulsa. But if you go to any major metropolitan area, that paradigm is repeated everywhere. So uh, just as the question is, you know, Guy and I, through our travels, decided, to, okay, this is kind of the birthplace of of black businesses in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they did it during the most oppressive time in the late 1800s when 
for 20 years just from out of slavery. Right. 20 years. So you had to understand that these guys had to have a high level of understanding and cooperation. Then 20 years off of a plantation and they're building and created a metropolis that today, I've, I've been to every major metropolitan city in, in the country and they had more in 1920s than we do today. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., New York, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A. didn't rival what Black Wall Street had in, in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a mindset. That's that people understand being cooperative, a co-op. They're cooperating with each other and, and spending money amongst each other to get the mutual benefit. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I could add to that, uh, under conditions that force them to do that. And so if, if you argue, if you, if you give this discussion of gentrification and what we can do as a people, you have to, you have to have all of the context discussed. So segregated America existed and segregated America exists today. The economic segregation that took place when we started to earn is on us. We decided to move to Jinx or Broken Arrow or or Owasso. We decided that, and so we and why? Well, I didn't move to Jinx or Owasso, <laughs> but, okay. but I live in Tulsa, and mm-hmm. I and I and I just bought in Maple Ridge. Mm-hmm. So so I want you to understand, people dec- people make decisions. To live in environments that they think are in their best interest. Right. So part of that uh, is 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 our challenge. Our, our public schools in Tulsa are horrible because the tax base is left because everyone moved to other places. So the school district is is poor here. Mm-hmm. So we got to decide to put our our communities back together based from the tax dollars that we earn, and 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 there's enough money in North Tulsa. There are enough working people. We just have to all decide we're going to build block by block together. We need a central business district first. Greenwood is where we want to start. And then that central business district grows block by block, east and west. Now, I can't I can't speak to the mindset of anybody other than myself, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so what I'm trying to do is propagate a message of oneness and working together. And so on the Bobby Eaton show, on Blog Talk Radio, mm-hmm. on K-Bob, I want people to say, hey, if you if you have a dollar, I have a dollar, and I'll go into business with you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's so important. But it's important that we get the knowledge and the information out to our people so they can get educated about how the system works. You know, so often we don't know. And you can, just a few conscious people who do know, few soldiers in the war. You know, so we need to get out to the masses and give them this information so they can say, oh, really? And think about what to do and where to go to get it started. You know, because, man, I talked to, they just recently, a few months ago, had uh, the quick trip up here on Pine and Peoria here in Tulsa Bill, right? Mm -hmm. So I talked to uh, the manager, the supervisor, the regional supervisor, me and him had a conversation. And he says, well, it's the number three. Quick trip we got. I said, out of all these quick trips? He said, yes, right now it's running number three in numbers. And I said, wow. So if you're going to suck up 
all of this black dollars over here in this community, what are you going to give back to this community? That's my question for the, the, the new Quick Trips and Burger Kings and all of these places that are over here that are not owned by us, but it sucks up all of our black dollars in our community and don't give anything back to the community. So how can you make an entrepreneur give back? That's the, that's well, the question. Well, you, you can't make him do anything. That's why, you know, but we have to get together. That's why a lot of our convenience stores that we have here in North Tulsa are not owned by us, you know, at all. And we don't have a lot of things because we don't take the chance to invest in our community. We don't take that chance. You know, and if we do want to, if we do open up something here in the community, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a beauty shop, a barber shop, a mechanic shop, you know what I mean? Maybe a eat place or something like that. And that's the only realm of, of, of economic development and businesses that we even think about. We don't think outside the box. Well, I'd be interested in that, and, and I'll give them a little time to get their thoughts together. Yeah, let them get them, Brooke, get them together. Brooke and Ann are millennials, right? And, yeah, they're millennials. And, and, How you guys uh, feel well, about that? actually Generation Z, maybe. I don't know. Uh, 1995. Uh, yeah, so, when we were so, born. You said 1995? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I'd like to have a conversation with them uh, on the airwaves. So, when I was uh, 23, I, I was into clothes and, and partying and, yeah. and social mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and uh, and I took my dollar anywhere that was fun. And and mm-hmm. that's why spent it and I wasn't taught to spend it uh for the future. But but they're sitting at the table with us. We're trying to encourage them to become entrepreneurs and, and, and our business partners in this liquid lounge. So I, I wanna pose the question. I'm gonna ask Dwight to ask it first and answer it first and then uh I want Brooke and Ann to both comment. When you, Dwight, were twenty three years old and you had your first job out of college and you knew you wanted to have an, a future as an adult. Uh, what were what was your mindset, and what were you doing as a as a former college athlete entering the world of work with a, with a degree? But what was your mindset? Well, unfortunately, it's internal material things. We don't understand through the K through twelve, and then the secondary education. They don't prepare you to understand the value of money and how it works against you and works for you. So, uh, in essence, just as, we, as we're backing into this conversation, the uh, quick trip dollar is an outside dollar. It, they have no affiliation with North Tulsa. It's a business deal for them. So, they make money and they take money. So, here, you know, growing up in, in Tulsa, I live in Houston. So, obviously, I have a vested interest in Tulsa at being a, 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 a child born in 50 years out of out of North Tulsa and parents, my grandfather was an entrepreneur, my father was an entrepreneur, I became an entrepreneur, but again, the root, I'm out of North Tulsa, Black Wall Street, Shadows or what have you, so I understand the necessity that we need to educate the people of the community so it can support the community, So, but when, you, when them dollars come out, they're going to go back out. So, you know, understanding how, how that works as it, it relates to these you know, millennials and so forth, uh, you, you have to understand or understand how it's set up for you to be able to fail. And, you know, system is, doesn't set you up to, to be successful. It really sets you up to fail. So, how you guys how you guys feel about it, Brooke and Ann? 
you know, uh, about entrepreneurship and starting your own businesses, the millennials. And do you guys, do they talk about that kind of a conversation? Yeah, I think it goes to show, like, we have parents who have been working these same jobs for people all of our lives. And we just see, like, we don't, for me personally, I don't want to work under somebody and not give benefit for it forever. And so that's why I wanted to jump into this opportunity because it can build towards something. I'm always going to be moving up. I'm not going to be moving up just to have a, you know, a level where I have to stop. And that's where I feel like if you're working for, you know, a corporation or someone, there's always someone above you who is going to be benefiting more. Employment has a ceiling. It has a ceiling. Yeah, Yeah, it does. Um, What about you, Ann? Um, yeah. So my parents are entrepreneurs and I've seen them do multiple businesses and they have this freedom to create and be themselves and also make money with it and also just help with their community and that's something that I wanted to do and that's why I wanted to take on entrepreneurship. I was at a job that it guaranteed money but I felt like my advancement and knowledge and all that stuff at that job came to a stop. And that's why I was willing to leave it and go to this opportunity where these guys have so much knowledge and mm-hmm. stuff that I can learn from. And one day grow your own business. Yeah, yeah. one day do mm-hmm. that and help my city. Yeah. We're, we're often taught to go to school, go to college, get a degree, degree and go find yourself a good job. You know, everybody got to find myself a good job. Never really taught to, if you do go to college, uh, get a degree to give somebody a job. You know, we're not, you know, people graduating just going to their own business. Mm-hmm. And that's deadly looking for the man, you know, mm-hmm. the system. I, and I think there's benefit to, to, both? to public education. I think there's benefit to college. I think there's benefit to uh, working a job. But you you have to work a job with the mindset that I'm stealing information so I can become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So every place we go, I I try to steal information. Mm -hmm. Every job I've ever had, I use in my business today. Mm -hmm. And so that was valuable training. I'm not going to just pee on employment. It's very important. So people should go get educated, trades, hire ed get a job, and then learn how to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you skip the steps, the business will probably fail. Very mm-hmm. few people can go sh- sh- straight into entrepreneurship without having a mentor or someone they worked under. And so I I, I was taught, though, that uh, I, a great person once said to me, if you, cho- if you had to choose between security and opportunity, what would you choose? Mm-hmm. Most people who have good jobs chose. Right. Security. Okay. All right. We're going to go to the phone lines right quick. Uh-oh. I thought, yeah, here we go. Let's see here. Area code 972-468. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Bobby. Hey. Hello. This is Adoni. Oh, hey, Adoni. How are you doing? Great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I want to first commend the young men and the young lady on their um, on their quest for making sure that our community has a, a healthy lifestyle. And um, I've been listening to the show uh, all morning, and what 
you guys are saying is correct, but we do need to be educated, and it does need to be in the schools. And you're talking about Black Wall Street, and Bobby, you know, you and I have these conversations all the time, but one of the paramount things that our ancestors taught us from Black Wall Street is about collaboration. And you know, that's my word, collaborating. I, um, uh, I had someone on my Facebook page was decorating their daughter's bedroom, and they had gone to all of the big box stores, Walmart and Target and all of that, and they couldn't really find what they wanted for their child. And so I recommended them to the North Tulsa Black Business Directory, which is ongoing of the um, Black Wall Street era because there are black businesses in North Tulsa. They just need support in order to survive. But what we were talking about with this decorating this room was that there are talented people in our community that could do that for him, and that's what I did. I recommended him to several uh, businesses. They advertise doing events but they can also do interior decorating. Same way with um, my local farmer uh, from Bell's Barns dropped off a dozen eggs this morning, and we were talking about how collaborating with another farmer uh, to go to the farmer's market because one farmer might have uh, vegetables or dairy that another farmer doesn't have, but if they collaborate together, then they would have what everybody needs when they go to the farmer's market. And they had a farmer's market in Greenwood all summer long, and our community did not support them. So collaboration and having a variety of different things for our community to shop is one way that we can get past all of these rules and regulations that the city and the state have for, uh, for our businesses. If we collaborate with each other, uh, buying uh, one person might have a LLC or be able to buy wholesale, and the other business may not be there yet, but they can collaborate and get the materials that's needed in order to run their businesses. It's just about not waiting on a grant or not waiting on some uh, foundation to give you money, but uh, post, um, you know, post a um, a PayPal or some kind of investment. Thing for our community to help you with your business. That's how we get mm -hmm. around the rules. That's how our ancestors got around the rules. So we just have to collaborate together yeah. and yeah. Put our money together mm -hmm. in order to do that. Yeah, that's some great information right there. And um, we can need I to, respond to that? Yeah, one? go ahead and respond. So, so as our at the coffee shop, here's what we want to do. We need dairy, right? Yes. We need produce uh, for our, for our hot uh, items, food items. So if there's a if there's a farmer out there, uh, please uh, email us at info at bwsll dot com. We we need someone to deliver dairy to us uh, consistently. We need uh, onions and tomatoes and eggs for some of our products, and and we would love to uh, not have to go to Walmart or Costco or some uh, food service company like Cisco mm -hmm. uh, to, to get our product if we could get local uh, so that's a that's a challenge that's that's a sincere request for a proposal Wow great well thank you uh, Dunia uh, for calling in and sharing that information you know you're on the Bobby Eaton show and you know me and you hook up from time to time on business so continue listening okay will do thank you uh, all right
Great. Well, hey, we're going to take another another short pause for the calls. You know what I mean? You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. KBOB 89.9 FM Radio. And uh, we got to fight the power, y'all. Yeah, that's what we got to do, y'all. We got to fight the power, fight the powers that be. So we got to continue to be in the struggle, be in the fight. Hey, in the studio, we got Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge, Guy Troop and Crew, and um, 
we've been talking about some interesting stuff right here. So that liquid lounge um, is going to draw a lot of people down there because really, to be honest with you, when it starts getting towards the nighttime and the evenings, there is no place to go, you know, uh, down there. So you guys are going to be opening sometime during the evening times as well, like we said earlier, right? Yeah, we got a great challenge for our new staff, Brooke and Ann. Uh, they're going to come up with a nice social agenda for us. We're, they're coming up with some ideas to attract the youth. Us old geezers, we all we all know yeah, we're going right. to be in bed by 1030. But <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah gonna, right the younger, yeah. younger people, the millennials will come down and... Right. They're just finishing college, so we're going to mm-hmm. transfer some of that book knowledge into uh, real business. Um, Brooke has a real interest in marketing and advertising, and so uh, uh, Anne comes from an entrepreneurial background, so they're going to they gonna show us how to make uh, money and get all the millennials Uh-oh. to come down and hang out with us. Uh-oh. That sounds good and interesting. And th- th- you know what? That liquid lounge is going to serve a purpose of various different things down there. You know, that you're going to be able to have people come down there, training classes, all kinds of different things going to be able to take place. And just a place to come. You're going to have, you got internet, right? Correct. Internet's off in there, so you can bring your laptops down there and do your schoolwork or just do your social work or hang out, have a cup of coffee, you know, in and out. Yeah, pastries, coffee, we have some hot food items, uh, We'll, we'll even open it up where you can you can uh, rent the front and the back. Uh, when or not, you can just had so a whole place. That's huh? correct. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get creative with. It. Oh, that's that's neat right there. You know, uh, a lot of us are looking forward to that man opening where we can come and meet with our business partners and our social partners. You know, just on GP down there. You know, and uh, you said seven o'clock in the mornings when. It's going to open up, right? Yeah, that's the earliest Brooke to get up. <laughs> 7 o'clock, okay. And right after you say after the beginning of the year? Correct. No particular date? The first is the beginning of the year, I believe. Okay, so the first, that's what it's going to be. Right? New Year's Eve or not New Year's Eve? The first is, I think that's New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Last Day. Okay, I okay. I thought, I, <laughs> I thought I'd pressure you for a little bit of something like that to go <laughs> Yeah, uh, do something like that. Well, tell you what, come on down and do a, uh, a session in the private event, huh? On New Year's Eve. Yeah, I might just do that. There yeah, Bobby, the Juice Show can host the yeah. private uh, New Year's New Eve Ju- party. Set it off. Oh, Juice set it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to Ramal about all of that and find out what preparations have been taking place, and maybe we could do something like that. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe a live broadcast. Yeah, live broadcast. Hey, you know, I want to give a shout out to Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner, been around for a long time. He's retiring, you know, so he's coming to the end, you know, of his uh, flight jock, you know, situation with. He's he done a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. HBCUs, mm-hmm. you know, he's been involved in that. Uh, he's entertained us in various different ways, and I want to just give a shout out to Tom Joyner. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. In the morning. Speaking of morning shows, uh, we <laughs> oh 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 yeah yeah you are right right. Speaking of Tom Joyner, we've got a morning show that's gonna start taking place here. Valley Vale comedian Valley Vale is gonna be here every morning, uh, five days a week, starting at seven o'clock. Wow. So he's just, that's our local Tulsa morning show for K Bob K B O B eighty nine point nine. He and his crew, it's about five or six of them, man. It's like tons. I was like, man, look at all these people. So every morning, 7 o'clock, 
uh, the Veli Veil show. So we need to get their orders so we can uh, deliver them uh, mm-hmm. a bagel or uh, yeah. a donut and some coffee and, yeah. and and have it on the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was going to talk to you guys about setting up a day when uh, all of the staff over here at KBOB can meet up over there and meet each other. Because, see, they don't all know each other because their shows are at different times. Mm-hmm. So they never get to see each other. You know what I mean? I get to see them, but they don't know each other. So we'll talk about no, it. You just need to book it through Brooke, Brooke, Brooke and Ann right she's there. A book, they, she's a booking agent. Yeah. <laughs> you're Brooke, you're the booking agent? Yeah, you and Ann? Covered. Okay. <laughs> Y'all handling up, huh? handling up your business. Also, while I'm here, I want to talk about uh, let everybody know about our nonprofit that we have over here, Not Forgotten Children is our nonprofit. We don't want to forget the children and things that we do to help the children. And there's so many uh, kids, their parents are maybe incarcerated or on drugs or something like that. And we don't want to forget those children. So if you're interested in donating or doing anything like that, you can come by 1533 North Norfolk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Or you can you know, use your cash app, Eat Media Services uh, cash app to donate to those children and stuff. That's how we got them to Atlanta and, you know, stuff like that. And uh, we want to do more programs because right now we're trying to raise money to get a van. Mm -hmm. We need a van. A 15-passenger van would be nice because we could do so much with that van, you know. Well, how many children are there you guys working with right now? Uh, We got about about 12 Twelve to fifteen juice mem- juice members. Okay, so bring yeah. the juice members to the Liquid Lounge. We're gonna we're gonna give them away free fraps and coffee and meals, uh, the bagels and whatever. Yeah, Pick we'll a set date that up and, and, and we'll take care of. Them. We'll set all that up with Ramal, the hometown heat. You know, so we'll do, we'll we'll do all of that. Well, hey, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and like today on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, all that information, you can just Google the Bobby Eaton Show, and you know it'll be all right there for uh, you to read and things like that. So we're gonna. Uh, what I we just took a break a few minutes ago. Like I said, I gotta pay. Hey, I gotta pay some bills again. <laughs> it's time to pay bills. So we'll be right back. So stick around, okay? Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. It's the Juice Radio Show, bringing the loudest people on our show. Tulsa's top chefs, music artists, and entrepreneurs sit down exclusively with the, the Juice. rocking with the best. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. It's the Two Dogs Radio Show. Sports Talk has two new voices: Jerome and Young, Talk NFL, NBA, NCAA, and local sports. Highlighting legendary coaches locally and around the globe. Two Dogs Radio Show starts. If your credit starts with a three, four, 
five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. We do workshops, we do mural workshops, we also work with elders in the realm of technology. And if you're looking for a logo, a business card, or a website, we have you there. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U T R E E P dot com. So if you're interested in any of these services, feel free to visit Underground Tree Studios online at utreep.com. Peace. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again... Call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. It's the Two Dogs Radio Show. Sports Talk has two new voices. Jerome and Young. Talk NFL. NBA, NCAA, and local sports. Highlighting legendary coaches locally and around the globe. Two Dogs Radio Show. Start. Oh, yeah. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way here in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Guy Troop in the house. Uh, Dwayne here. And a couple of, uh, of the employees left, right? And that's what happened, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, great. Hey, man, who knows, man? And you may be able to expand this to other cities, man. Yeah, well, we, we would love to uh, get a foothold here in, in the hometown. And and before we get to other cities, I'd like to get to four or five locations here uh, in North Tulsa in the surrounding community. I think uh, our brand can resonate and 
uh, we've got to hit a single with the first one, and then we'll we'll go for the home runs. Yeah, Dwight, you had a stint with Starbucks, man. So that gives you a vast uh, knowledge of the industry itself, man. So now you're applying it uh, in an entrepreneurial type way. So how how you feel about it, man? Well, just just like all the knowledge and stuff that you got behind it. Well, just like uh, got uh, spoke earlier about stealing legally intellectual property. Uh, when you're on these uh, corporate jobs or job spirits, you need to take all the key learnings and key opportunities that you, you experience, and uh, you can extrapolate that into your own experience. So, uh, you know, we're not Starbucks, but uh, there's some fundamental core things that uh, you learn from the business of coffee that mm-hmm. uh, you can take anywhere. Uh-huh. Anywhere. And that patent, that that uh, trademark, that intellectual property, what people don't understand is if, if I, if Dwight took something from Starbucks, I took something from the NFL and the NCAA, and then we took something from the Bobby Eaton show and we put it in a blender, and it, it's now uniquely ours. Mm-hmm. And and we have to protect that idea, what we learned, and then make it pop. So that's 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 what they did on Black Wall Street. They found creative ways to build from each other's collective genius, uh, individual and collective genius, and, and keep the dollar connected. So, you know, you, you've got eggs. Dwight has sugar. I have flour. We have a cake. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes, huh? But we, need to, we need to continue that, you know. We need well, to continue on with that. Well, you, 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 basically, we, we should have did the behind the scenes on how we put this thing together. See, guy, guy couldn't boil coffee. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know nothing about he, he coffee. He didn't know. Either. I live in Houston. Guy has been in, been in and out of Toyota over the last year and a half. He hasn't just been one one spot. But however, how we put this thing together with my knowledge from the business mm-hmm. and his knowledge of business, mm-hmm. and he would call and ask the question, and he was my eyes on the ground when I couldn't be here. You know, mm-hmm. I came been down frequently over the last. Uh, 18 months or so, but we put it together. Y'all, yeah, y'all did a putting it together too. And it's not from a Starbucks model. It's not from any one entity. It's collectively his path and understanding of business, my path and understanding of business. Collectively, those put together, and we we're able to create, come up with a modality that we think is lucrative. We think that we can replicate this in any community, any central business district across the country and uh, on a very economical platform mm-hmm. without a doubt and so so from you know sharing vision is, is half the battle two people got to have to get aligned and and if two people are aligned the staff can get aligned and and then 10 people can be aligned so dwight and i uh both independent thinkers both uh opinionated folk uh, but we both have a knowledge and a skill set that we're willing to share with each other and the community and so what i'm and what i'm excited you, yeah. about and then you guys have a friendship yeah without yeah. a doubt yeah mm-hmm. but what i'm what i'm most excited about is just the laboratory we're in like we don't know what will come out of it but we found two young people that that are committed enough to show up every day and learn in the laboratory and and if they don't grow, we didn't teach them properly. Mm-hmm. Great. So, hey, with the millennial coming up pretty soon, man, you guys should be by 
Man, home run, huh? Yeah, the the 100-year anniversary of the uh, the race massacre. Mm -hmm. That's part of the timing. We we wanted to uh, use 20 to learn about Oklahoma, get back into this community. Mm -hmm. Dwight left in 81. I left in 84. So that 30-plus year gap, uh, there's there's a lot we have to learn. And mm-hmm. so I, I I I grew up here. I'm a I'm a descendant of Black Wall Street, but in many ways, Dwight and I are outsiders. So we've got to reorient ourselves to the mindset of our people and the people we love and the, and the, cult, people, the culture of the what's culture. going on. That's right. I'm mm-hmm. not going to assume I know I know Tulsa like, yeah. like yeah. I knew it. 30 and years you know, ago. I'm the same way. I've been back here four years now, and I've had to adjust as well after being down in Houston for 22 years mm-hmm. and coming back home. It's like different animals, right? You know, it's a different animal. So you have to adjust. That's right. To the environment, to the people, uh, you know, because everything is not going to be the way you think it's going to be. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we all got to a little point, right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, part, part of the point Dwight is looking at. So see, we went out. We went out and we had. We had, we went to an establishment the other night. And, uh, here in yeah, Tulsa. Here in Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Dwight, you had an experience. You know, yeah, the huh? yeah, white was looking like a tasty biscuit to to a couple of young ladies, but, <laughs> but, 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 he, but he was a little shy. He hadn't been yeah. he hadn't been out in, in a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, a couple of them looking at him like, huh? Mm-hmm. They want to sop him up in some gravy, huh? <laughs> uh, that is too funny, right there. Man. Yeah, some, some adjustments, man. You some know, adjustments. The, the so numbers you know, you, are now what are what, what, what I'm accustomed to. There's about. 20 guys and three women. <laughs> what you mean? Here? Yeah, we were at a, a local establishment right down the street. Here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got something to bite to eat. But mm-hmm. they got great food now. They got great, uh, great that, food. But that food is yeah. off the chain. Yeah. And that, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is. You know, we are limited on our entertainment facilities, black entertainment. We are very limited. We don't have places to go. And, you know, to just sit down and enjoy ourselves in different environments, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, especially the seniors, mm-hmm. they don't have nowhere to go. Well, we, got, we have we have plenty of land and plenty of buildings. We just have to repurpose it. That's it. I mean, that's 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 the ultimate. If you if you drive here there and you and you drive the four corners of, of North Tulsa, Pine and Peoria, Pine and what we call Cincinnati now, MLK. Apache mm-hmm. MLK slash Cincinnati Peoria, uh-huh. like in between that box, man. That that's a central business district, and you can get as deep as the you know 56th Street. Right. There's, there's tons of opportunity. There's tons of land. There's tons of uh, vacant buildings that can be repurposed and, and refurbished. So we, we we just gotta find us a central business district and mm-hmm. and and, uh, and grow it together. That's that's my uh, that would be my idea about about making this place what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good. We're going to take another break, you know, because we're getting close to uh, the end of the show here in just a second. And, uh, man, hey, great information, great stuff going forward. So we'll be right back, okay? Good deal. All right. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, we got to give it up here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Hey, guy troop in the building and and uh, my brother Dwight Eaton in the building. We're talking about the Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge in the heart of Greenwood. Hey, man, you guys got a prime spot, you know. And what made you jump on it so fast? Well, uh, just having the vision to know that uh, there's only so much land left. There's only so much retail space left. Uh, and you know, we, we want, we want to find a way right now to just be, you know, almost 
you know, the guinea pig, the anchor tenant of Black Walls, the newest one. And, and I know that, that we have uh, other buildings on the street that are operating. Uh, and and we, so we'd like to affect that block and, and the entire community. We just tried to find a retail space we could build out and, 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 and bring our vision to fruition. So the, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're in, in the infancy stages. We're a baby, but but we're, we we plan on living a long time. Mm-hmm. What's needed down there on Black Wall Street to draw people down there? What do you think, Dwight? We've talked about yeah, it before. Yeah. Well, 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 basically, if you look at any uh, uh, thriving business district, it is the uh, the social aspect of uh, retail, uh, food, uh, vending clothing and so forth. So if you, if you look at um, uh, Greenwood in comparative to, say, Cherry Street, Cherry Street or even the Blue District, Blue Dome, Blue mm-hmm. Dome District, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. those, those guys have uh, multiple different type of eating establishments. You know, it's a social environment. Business breed off of other businesses that have uh, social energy. So shopping, you can bring a group of people into a particular district and they can thrive off of each other. So a uh, more concentrated effort of food, food is a social social, uh, uh, thing that people love to do, specifically here in Tulsa, but... (laughs) But but no, all over the world, you know, coffee is a social business. Mm-hmm. It's more so than the the product in in itself. It's an area, a place where people go to socialize. So in that concept, having those type of businesses have that type of energy is what will be advantageous to uh, the Black Wall Street and Greenwood District. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think uh, then if you look at uh, American marketing. It, anybody that understands it, you know, there's holidays and and national events where people make a living, uh, four or five events a year. And so if we if we capitalize on events and uh, just look at traditional America, New Year's, uh, you know, being the first event. <laughs> And then going all the way through Valentine's Day and MLK and Memorial Day and all of that cycle of events, if if we host a couple of events a month, I think, and not just us, but other businesses think similarly, then then that's where you create the, the shared uh, energy and the opportunity for commerce to take place. So we, we want to we want to we want other businesses that that are in our space in our in our lane if you will mm-hmm. food and, and beverage and, and move then, down there huh yeah yeah social yeah yeah i mean we got some businesses down there and i'm not knocking the businesses that are down there on black wall street but it's not an everyday type of uh, i'm going to stop through the such and such place you know every day well that's you one know? of the reasons we we've held off on getting open uh Dwight went down, and then uh, uh, Subway closed, mm-hmm. and uh, we learned from those mistakes. Uh, uh, you know, we, we thought we were going to be open a little earlier, but we, we're not going to open to close. We're going we're going to open to stay open to stay right. So when we're when we're when we feel like the uh, the staff is truly prepared, which we we you know we believe that'll take place January one. Uh, we're gonna cut that ribbon and and get going and 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 be open consistently. 
and we'll be able to announce to the world that, that we're open consistently. And that open sign uh, will we'll be, be the there. Yeah, a, good, a good friend of mine once told me, he said, he said a, a business with no sign is a sign of no, no business. business. Right. So we, had, we hadn't put our sign out yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. Man, hopefully, uh, some others will take heed and say, hey, I want to go down there and open up me a, another restaurant or another uh, venue because uh, that's welcome. Uh-huh. I mean, it's needed and, and it is welcome. I mean, yeah. Most people think that another food establishment and another beverage competition is competition, no, but it only adds value add to the area. Mm-hmm. You know, more traffic. Right. If you want to go down there, you want to, you, you, you want to be able to have this uh, a decision. You want to be able to make a decision and if it's a group of people. Hey, what do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. What do you want to drink? You got choice. So when you add the variety of different businesses to it, it just makes it better. Mm. Yeah, if I'm on a corner, and just to use these brands as an example, if, if there's a corner bakery on one corner and a Starbucks on the other, uh, in the morning, early, and, and in the evening, I probably would go to Starbucks. But for lunch, I probably would choose Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. That's just... You know, at that point in, in, of the day, I, I'm feeling more Panera-ish. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's how you have to think about business. You know, hey, we, we have something to offer to the consumer that we know is value. And uh, if we just do what we do, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get our, our piece of the pie and our shine. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Uh, you told me earlier when I was over there, do, do I know anybody to make lemon cake? You yeah. know what I mean? Right. You're looking for some people like that, right? Yeah, we're, we're looking for some uniquely Tulsa, North Tulsa items. We're we looking for the, 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 the pastry that people are breaking the door down to get to. And, and uh, we've, we've sampled several uh, that we, that we want to feature. Uh, we actually have a way of a kitchen relationship if there's a great chef but they don't have a kitchen that they can come in and utilize the space that we have to uh prepare and uh package products for our, our establishment. So anyone out there aspiring chef, cook, baker that that doesn't have a place to go but they want to get their stuff on a shelf, uh we'd love to hear from them. Info at bwsll.com is is the email address that they could send it to and say, Hey, I, I've got the best lemon cake ever. I've got a cinnamon roll, knock your socks off. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a, a sweet potato pecan tart that, mm-hmm. that to die for. So, we're, you know, we're looking I, for that. I know a young entrepreneur. He's probably about 14, 12, something like that years old. And he produces cookies, Yeah, you know, and he got a great cookie, man. You know, I'm just saying this is a little young man and his mom that's the business mm-hmm. model. And, man, he's been on the show, on the Juice Radio show several times. And he, he goes to events, and he sells th- these cookies. And he actually sells them, man. Mm-hmm. You know, So it might be someone like that that could, uh, I mean, he's, like I said, teenager. Yeah, we met him. He, he actually was yeah. part of a kids' biz conference. We okay, did. you met him already. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we actually need to reengage him and mm-hmm. his mom. uh Right about uh, you know putting someone on the show. Mm-hmm. We have those type of people in our communities that can make things happen. And this is just all about connecting people with people. That's why we have this platform right here to connect people with people. Mm-hmm. You know to bring about some economic development because we need it, man. It's a need here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a need across the nation. 
like Dwight mentioned earlier, you know, there are parts of there are tulsas in other places. Absolutely. You so know? if you are a baker and you make pastries, give me a call, four six nine five five six five five nine eight. There's a basic uh, um, basic requirement, health requirements that's necessary for for businesses to uh, sell to the consumer. So you have to be able to prepare your food in a health certified environment. So right. we can't take a product that's prepared out of the home and then sell it in an establishment. Right. There's some legal uh, ramifications and there are, are we have to adhere to. So it has to be prepared in a certified kitchen. So that's mm-hmm. the basic parameter when uh, we deal with vendors that want to sell food. Yeah. Glad you explained that too, mm-hmm. because a lot of people, you know, they're just, like you say, cook it in the kitchen and want to bring it to sale. You know, and uh, I understand that's health for health reasons. Absolutely, yeah. Food business regulated by the health department, so mm-hmm. there's certain uh, measures and requirements that all vendors are required. To well, what if I to. what if I just bought a lemon cake in there and just started eating? It? You can eat it, <laughs> but you can't sell it. Can't sell it. Okay. Can't sell it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And in our private event space, you know, we you can do that. You know, we can do B Y O B B Y O F. In our back private space, if you, you can bring wine event, and stuff in there, and uh, it's, it's a private event. Private space, event. So if if uh, if you want to host something there, the uh, food and beverage in the back is can be can be dealt with a little differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just private, um, it's a private event. Yeah. Private event. Wow, I'm pretty sure a lot of that's going to take place back there. And you said it holds about how many people in there can't actually go back there? I, I would say the most uh, – it's safe for us to say if you if you book our entire space, uh, 40 to 45 people. People can yeah. show up, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good coming in and out or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like that. So, And you're going to have some literature, too, is the, where you can maybe pass out. Uh, to people coming and going, huh? And uh, your 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 menu, mm-hmm. you're, are you going to have s- separate menus, or is it all on the wall, or what? You know. Well, right now we're in that R and D phase. We're kind of developing, building our menu out, and trying to you know test some products. So basically, uh, in the, the initial weeks we're open, we're just going to test, see, see. T- test market. Yeah. So you're in a testing Let phase. Let you tell us what you like. We're going to kind of give you some product and let the community yeah, do absolutely. it. Huh? I mean, we have some core things, but there's some things that we're testing out that uh, we're going to test on you guys. Mm-hmm. Let you tell us what you like. Yeah. I like that caramel macchiato. Okay. Well, I'm just saying personally. So. That, that That's a core item there. It's going to always be there, but uh, we've got some unique things that uh, might put that caramel macchiato to shame. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to check that yeah. out then. Without yeah. a doubt. We got, we, we got, What's your favorite? My favorite is the pine tune ginger that Dwight came up with, <laughs> and uh, and I also just like a uh, you know simple black coffee. We source it from uh, some great uh, coffee yeah. folks. So we got Jackie Robinson's coffee that uh, we love. We have uh, Roots Java, so I'm I can wake up in the morning and drink it straight black coffee and get the flavor that that really uh, meets my palate. So. Um, I'm I'm excited about the diversity of our menu and the opportunities we're gonna offer for people to experience a good food and beverage. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite, Dwight? Well, basically, um, I I don't I don't know that I have a favorite. I mean, you know, because you've been, been in, yeah, been you've been in the coffee business so yeah, long. Yeah, you so I, I I move around based on you know how I feel. 
again, uh, and at one point in the game, I used to be on for into the kind of the sweetness. But, uh, you know, after I had my little uh, accident there, man, I'm, the pine tomb is a staple in my in my, my, in my uh, daily diet. You know, I drink it twice a day religiously and sometimes three. So, uh, having you know, said that, uh, there's a, not room for a whole lot of other things being in and into the old diet. But uh, mm-hmm. the pine tomb is, is one of the big staples for me. Mm, big staples. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, guys, hey, we're coming to the close of the show. Thanks, your guy, Troop, man, for coming out, sharing that information. Dwight Eaton, your brothers, man, got a good thing going on on Black Wall Street uh, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tell us once again the address, location, and information, how someone can get in touch with you. Uh, We're 10 North Greenwood, Unit S101, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74120, www bwsll.com is the website and uh we we uh, we'll have a new number phone number uh, when we open up uh, mm-hmm. we we kind of switched uh, internet providers here recently so we, okay. we're working on that All right well that's, that's good right there i mean a beautiful place i mean you got nice furnishings and stuff you guys that they got to set up real classy up in there so i want you to go down and support and Share that information in those conversations and stuff like that, man. So, yeah. Well, I, I want to commend you know you, Bobby, uh, Juice Radio, Blog Talk, uh, for for the work you're doing, man. Oftentimes, uh, the you know the people that are waking up every day to to to, to chip away at and make a difference in our community are not acknowledged for what they're doing. So I want you to know, man, I appreciate. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate, appreciate the grind and the voice that you uh, that you're contributing to this community. Right. Well, thank you because you know I give a voice to the voiceless, and this is kind of like a school for me because I get so many people coming in and telling their stories. And as you know, we tell our stories our way over here at uh, Eaton Media Services, home of Joe Eaton. And uh, we just do that right over here, you know. And, well, I mean, I want to thank you, man, for coming out. Thank you, bro. I know you got to head on back to H-Town, right? That's correct. Got to get it. You're going to get it, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. So that's good, man. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Okay. You've been on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Saturdays from 12 to 2 Central Standard Time. All right, until the next time, have a good one, okay? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.